the last thing we were discussing that if you have a wall that is 10 tefahim high what could you put next to that wall to lessen the height of the wall we talked about putting ladders over there we talked about putting buckets over there we talked about putting a stool on top of another stool we talked about a ladder that looks like stairs and what would be the halachot that will make that will lessen over there and the last thing we mentioned was an extension that coming out of the wall, if I lean a ladder on that extension and now it connects that extension to the ground and that lessens the wall. And if I put it next to it, it doesn't. And with that, we're starting Ayn Hayat Amud Alif, four lines in, where it says, Kotel Tish'a, sorry, you have a 19 Tefah wall. Between two hatserot, sarich zize had latiro. You need like a little partition coming out in order. Uh, this way, you could uh, put a ladder on it. Now, this uh, this little extension coming out has to be about nine and a half tefahim from the ground. Otherwise, it's too high. And therefore, I, once I put a, I lean a ladder on it. I can now go up, and uh, it's it's good. Now, kotel esrim. But if the wall is twenty tefah tall, sarich shne zizim latiro. I need uh, two zizim. I want to lessen the area from the. Uh, this way, it's not considered a mechitza. So this way, it's uh, I lessened uh, I lessened the the height of the wall, and the second one is so I can get to the top. Amar of Hasda vehushi amida and zeshe lokene gedze. But uh, those uh, zizim can't be one on top of the other. They have to be maybe side by side or at a slant. Because I have to put a ladder from the top uh, the top extension partition to the bottom one. You need a little bit of a slant to do that, so you can't put it one on top of the other. If I have a pillar in a shuta rabim that's ten tefahim tall, and it's exactly four by four tefahim wide, it's considered shuta yachid. However, stuck a peg in it. Now I lessened the width of this uh, four by four area. Now it's not a shuta yachid anymore. Well, you have to stick the peg in above three tefahim from the ground. If it's above three tefahim from the ground, it's not considered part of the pillar. Anything less than three tefahim from the ground is there is part. It becomes part of the pillar. They both say, even if uh, they put it, even if he sticks the peg less than three tefahim from the ground, it still takes away from the pillar's width, and it's not a reshut hayahid anymore. My what's the reason? It's you know you lessened it. No one wants to use it anymore. It's not easy to use anymore. It's not a four tefah area. I can't use the entire four by four area. I can only use a four by three or whatever it is. Even if it's above three tefahim, it's still considered a reshut ayahid. My tamah. I could hang a picture on it or something. I could put anything on it, and therefore it's still usable. Okay, you think you could still use the, that pack for something? Okay, if I put a whole bunch of pegs over there, now you can't use that at all. What would be the halakha? Would you still consider that a shuta yahid? So, so Vashay answers that Rabbi Haberi, Didn't you hear what Rabbi Hanan said? 
you have a hole in the ground and you took out uh, some of the dirt and you put around it and now from the bottom of the hole to where the top of the uh, of the dirt that you put around it even though that's not a hole you added it above ground you can uh, now we can consider all that ten tefahim and the same idea with uh, the, the four tefahim that even if it doesn't have four tefahim but if you add uh, the width of the hole plus uh, the, the dirt that you put around it and it gets the fourth of will count as open fourth of and now it's considered the and the question is why would you consider that you can't use the entire fourth of right since it's not part of the the, the actual what are you going to say probably you could put something on that uh that those that wall of dirt that you put around the, the hole above ground over here also by this amud with the yetedot, you stuck a peg, you could also say, I could use it for something. And since I could use it by something, for example, hanging a picture on it, then it's considered a yerushut still. You have a wall that is 10 that You need a 14 Tefah uh, ladder in order to be matirat, and the reason is as follows: because you you can't uh, you can't leave the ladder upright. You need to put it at a little bit of a slant in order for you to go up the ladder and be able to use it. So you need uh, to you need to move it back for tefahim, then lean it, and I'll get to the exact top of the wall. Rav Yosef, Saromash. It doesn't have to be fourteen; it could be thirteen and a little bit. And uh, because you don't need the, the it is, um, you don't have to lean it directly to the top of the wall. You could a little bit less, and you're tall enough to go above that. If that's the case, I feel even eleven and a half. A person is tall enough to be able to go on top of that. Even if it is seven and a half, and you're keeping it upright. And there's less than three tefahim from the top of the wall to where this ladder uh, ends. It will lessen the height of the wall, and it's you could you could use it uh, as a iruv or as an opening for an iruv. Amarav and Rav says sulam zakuf mimayet an upright uh, ladder it lessens the wall gemara and it's uh, that's uh, that's what I got from my rabbis. It's a tradition I have from my rabbis. I don't know the reason. Because you can't, it's very hard to use a ladder that is upright. You don't know the reason of the, uh, you don't know the reason? It becomes like uh, the, the, the two platforms, the two stools, one on top of the other that we said uh, at the end of uh, yesterday's uh, daf. That one, uh, one lessens the wall and one lessens the area between the stool and the ground. And it's not fun, it's not easy, it's not comfortable to use that. But still, we said it was kosher. Same idea of here with the ladder, keep it up, right? It, it's not easy to use, but it's kosher. They would have uh, uh, palm trees that they would place. They're very, very. They don't have to be permanent. Now, because they were movable, they were considered kelim. They weren't considered trees because we know we're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbat. But they were movable to some degree, but they were very, very heavy. Uh, so they, people would sit on it. 
So they were considered like a keli. And my tama, why why don't you need to have them be there permanently? My tama kevedan kovatan because they're heavy. No one's moving them on Shabbat. Therefore, they're considered permanent. Rav Yosef Amar B'Shaya Sula Moshe B'Belin and Tzrichin Keva. Even the ladders in Babel. Uh, just to put them over there, you don't have to keep them there permanently. Because they're heavy enough, to be, uh, no one's going to start moving them on Shabbat. Whoever said ladders, of course, the dekalim because they're heavier. And the one who said the dekalim, the palm tree, is not but not necessarily is going to agree with uh, the ladders because they're not as heavy. Now, Rav Yosef Yosef asks Rabbah a question. In order for this ladder to be mutar, it needs to be Y4 Tefahim, obviously, right? The question is, Sulam Mikan Sulam Mikan. You have one ladder on this side, which is, uh, let's say, uh, one and a half Tefah. And you have another ladder next to it, one and a half Tefah. And what I do, Vekashin Bemtsan, I put straw in between. Maho, does that straw in between connect those two ladders now becomes four? Or not? You can't. The, the straw is nothing. You can't place your foot on it and walk up it. It's it, it's not it's not ra'ui to be used. Okay. So then he asks another question. Rav Yosef asks Rabbah, Kashin mikan vekashin vekashin mikan. You have straw here, straw here, vesulam beemza, and you have a ladder in the middle, and now altogether it's uh, four tefahim wide. Is this a ladder now? Do we consider this ladder a fourth of him or not? At the end of the day, you have an area in the middle where you could go up the ladder, so we'll consider it fourth of him. And that will lessen the wall. Now, Rav Yosef asks another question to Rabbah. A person has a ladder in, like we'll call it. Uh, the way Tosfot explains, you have a you have a uh, an indent in the wall. You put a ladder there, but the ladder is very skinny, and I want to make it a little bit wider so I could uh, I could have uh, four tefahim wide. Bekama, how tall do I have to start making uh, steps in the wall, uh, being etching out uh, steps in the wall in order to uh, make it uh, kosher and lessen the height of the wall? Amarle, you have to make, you have to make, uh, you have to make, you have to etch out uh, steps into the wall uh, as high as uh, ten tefahim, uh, and this way it will lessen the wall. That's how she's perush. Tosfot says you got to make uh, enough uh, steps. You have to etch out enough steps into the wall until there's less than ten tefahim from where the last step is till the top of the wall. Now, Rabbi Yosef asks Rabbi another question. Amarle, hakeko kulo bakotel bekama. If a person, you know, let's make believe there's no ladder. I just etched out the steps in the actual wall. Like how tall do they have to be? Like until what height? So I explained them up until the top of the wall. What's the difference between if there's a ladder over there and then uh, and if there's uh, if I'm just etching out uh, steps? What should be the difference? Allahly. So I explained to Yosef. Hatam mistalekle. The the ladder, it's comfortable, it's easier to go up, and therefore a person would go up there and it's easier, and therefore it's considered like a petah. Hacha, but with the with these uh, steps that are etched out into the actual wall, lomistalekle, it's very hard to use, and therefore it's not cons- uh, it's not gonna lessen the wall unless I do until all the way to the top. 
Okay, so now Ba'ami near Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef again asks another question. If I use a tree, and we know you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbat, it's a Midra Banan, we'll call it Mukze. And I just put the ladders, I etched out uh, steps on the in the actual tree. Does that count? Uh, and now I can walk up and, and use the wool? Yes or no? It's a question, according to Rabbi, who said that if a person puts his Ayruv by a tree, uh, even though you know how to use it on Shabbat, still, because Benish Mashot, it was still good. And anything that is Midrabanan, Hachamim, we're not going to say Benish Mashot. And there's also a question if you go according to Rabbanan, who hold if you put a Ayruv by a tree, it doesn't work. Now, the question according to Rabbi is, the only reason over there he allowed you to put your Ayruv by the tree, anything that is a Drabanan, that's only Ayruvet Tehumin, which is Benashmashot, right? Benashmashot, which is one Drabanan, which is a Safek in itself, and your Ayruvet Tehumin is a Drabanan. So a Safek, Drabanan, okay. But if we're dealing with Ayruv Hatserot, and I need this ladder to make it, this make this wall an op- to be an opening for this uh, wall, I need it all day, not just Benashmashot. So maybe he, even uh, Rabbi would agree that it doesn't work. Or Dilma, or maybe. Even according to Hachamim, who don't allow you to put a Ayruv Tehumin by a tree, okay, because the tree is not considered your home. However, Pithahu, but you can still call it an opening, and uh, the only problem with this tree is Ariyahu uh, Ale, a line is on top of it, meaning there's an Isur Shabbat over here, but technically it's an opening. So now, Rav Yosef continues. Okay, if you want to say that the, you could that the tree is considered a ladder and it'll work, okay. Let's say I took an avodazara tree that it wasn't connected to the ground because then you'd have a double isur. But let's say you used an avodazara tree and you put the you etched out the steps on it. Can I use that as a ladder or not? And you remember, you can't have Hana'a from uh, from, uh, from a uh, tree that's used for Avodah Zarah. And again, Tiba'il Rabbi Uda, Tiba'il Rabbanan. Now, this again, there's a mahlukit over here with Rabbi Uda and Rabbanan. If a person put his Ayruv on a grave, the grave of a regular dead person is Asur Behana'a. And Rabbi Uda holds your corner, the Ayruv works. And according to Rabbanan, they hold it doesn't work. If You, you can't use it for Ayruv Tehomin. Now, Tiba'il Rabbi Uda, it works, the question according to Rabbi Uda would be like this. The only reason over there by a grave, that he said, You're allowed to buy a house for Ayruf Tehumin purposes with something that is Asur Hana'a. Okay. And that's the reason it will work for Ayruf Tehumin. The truth is, I really, when he puts his food over there, he uh, once Ben Hashemashot comes in and he's now allowed a mutar to carry from that uh, spot two thousand amot. He doesn't care if uh, if that ayruv, uh, whatever the piece of bread or whatever food he put over there, whether it lasts or it doesn't last, whether he use it, he doesn't use it. I don't care. I just want to do the mitzvah of ayruv. I did the mitzvah. You don't have to enjoy the mitzvah. Rashi uh, reminds us of that Kamara on I think Lamed Aleph or that mitzvot lav lehenot nitnu. And therefore, I could do this mitzvah on the grave, and, and that's it. Leave me alone. Or maybe you can say, even, uh, you can say the opposite way. Even according to Rabbanu said, you can't use the grave to, to buy Shevita for your Eruv Tehumin. 
Because a person wants to use his aruf tahumim, he wants to eat it. And the whole kever is uh, you know, blocking him from coming to be able to enjoy it. And therefore it doesn't work. But over here, pitahu, the tree is technically an opening to this, uh, to this, uh, to one hatzah to the other. The only problem is, you have an isur to go up this tree. It's like a lion on top of the tree. And therefore it should work on Shabbat. Amalis Rabbah tells Rabbi Yosef, Ilan as mutar. If you use the 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 tree and you made you etched out the steps in it, it's mutar. It's like an opening. Ve'ashira asura. But the avodazara tree is asur. Matkif le'rav hasda. So now rav hasda is a problem. What Rabbi just said. Adraba Ilan she'isur Shabbat gorem lo nitzar. Ilan the tree. It's the whole thing is is it's isur Shabbat. You can't come to be matir something that is asur on Shabbat, carrying from one chatzah to the other with something that is asur on Shabbat. However, Asherah, the Avodah Zarah, she'isur davar ha'er, gorem lo, they have a different isur, it's Avodah Zarah, and that's making it asur to carry over there. Lo nitzar, it shouldn't be asur, it should be counted as if it's a uh, an opening. Itmanamin, we also learned Kiatara bin when Rabin came from Eretz Israel to Babel, Amar Bi Lazar, he said the name Rabbi Lazar, and some say Amar Bi Abhu, Amar Bi Yohanan, Kol Shisur Shabbat Karamlo, Asur. If it's Asur because of Shabbat, then it's Asur. Kol Shisur Davar Hergaramlo, Mutar, it's Mutar. Rav Nahman Bait Hak Matnehake, Rav Nahman Bait Hak, he explained like this in, uh, in these halachot. Ilan, Plukta de Rabbi Verabanan, a tree is a Mahlokit Rabbi and Rabbanan. Meaning, it's the same mahluket by iruv tehumin as it is by iruv hatserot. And the same way Rabbi is matir with iruv tehumin, it works for iruv hatserot. And the same way Rabbanan will say there, they will say here also. Asherah, it's again, pluktad Rabbi Yehuda Rabbanan, same mahluket. The same way Rabbi Yehuda is going to allow you to do a iruv uh, tehumin on a grave, he's going to allow you to use the asherah tree. And hachamim, uh, the same way they're also to use the grave, they're also, also to use the tree, the avodah tree. Now, the Mishnah says, Haritz, you have a ditch, Sheben, Shtehatzrot, between two yards. Amok, Asara, Virohav, Arba'a. It is 10 tefahim deep. It is 4 tefahim wide. That means it's too wide to jump over. Me'arvin, Shnaim, Ve'en, Me'arvin, Echad. You do two Ayruvs, not one Ayruv. Ba'filu, Malay, Kashot, even if it's full of straw and hay, and they're not Mukte, and you stuffed it over there. Still, because you're planning on taking it out over there, you're, they're considered two and they're not considered one. However, if you put dirt over there, you put rocks over there, you don't plan on taking out the dirt or the rocks. You could, it becomes one big hatser, not, and you can't uh, separate them. If I put board over the over the uh, the ditch, now it's like a bridge over it. The board is four to five wide. And the same halacha would be: you have two up um, porches, two apartment an apartment building. You have a porch, uh, and you put a board from one uh, porch to the other porch. Same halacha would be: it would be considered like a uh, like a bridge. And it connects both of them. Me'arvin shnaim, they could do two ayruvin ve'im ratsu, and if they want, me'arvin ha, they could do one as if it's one big uh, connection. Pahot mikan, anything less than four tefahim, me'arvin shnaim ve'im me'arvin ha, it's not strong enough to be a uh, to be considered a opening, and they're still considered two separate yards. So the Gemara asks. 
you said that if the ditch is filled with straw and hay, it's not considered a hatzitza, and therefore they're considered as two separate yards. And the Gemara asks, "Veteven and You tell me straw doesn't uh, doesn't separate. We learned it in Mishnah. We're going to learn it next Amud. Matben sheben shte hatzerot. If you have a pile of straw between two hatzerot, gavo asrat fachim, and it's ten tefachim tall. Me'arvin shnaim, ve'en me'arvin echad. It's considered a mechitza. Therefore, you do two uh, two iruvs and not one iruv because it's it's strong enough to be considered a mechitza." Everyone will agree, no one argues that it is considered a mechitza. However, when it comes to the anyan of blocking, if you're mevatelet, you say I'm leaving it there, I'm not touching it anymore, it becomes like mukze, then it is chotzetz, it separates. If, it, if not, it's not chotzetz. And you have to say with our Mishnah that we're talking about a situation where you put the straw in the ditch and you weren't mevatelet. You didn't say, I'm leaving there, I'm not touching it. And therefore, you still have a problem. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.